six, one, nine. JP. This is Dave. This is Brian. This is Dustin. Uh, welcome to episode 106106 of the podcast. I love that we've been chatting and then all of a sudden we decide to start it and just then the airplane flies over. Uh, well, I can close love the door. It. The airplane flies yeah, I live in the flight pattern of the thing. Anyway. Um, so it's 106, and there are three of us here tonight. Uh, Brian and JP and me. This is Dave. Justin's sucking cock somewhere. Oh, <laughs> we should all be sucking cock somewhere. Really, we should all be so lucky. <laughs> we're, just, we're just jealous. So, but anyway. We were not given a reason. Were we? Well, we don't need no, a reason. That's why I go when with somebody, cock. Whenever there's no reason, it's got to be cock. Well, when somebody's <laughs> dating, I mean, you can assume. Right. It's just well, and he hasn't had a day off in a while, has he? He's kind of been hanging out. Has he? I don't yeah. know. I haven't really been paying attention. He's been here. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I'm kidding. He hasn't had a day off from the podcast? Wait, who right. are you talking he hasn't, about? He hasn't, I, no. Yeah, I haven't had a day off from the podcast in Well, yeah, years, but you're not so. allowed to take one off. I know. That's kind of how it works. Not anymore. <laughs> I'll be taking a day off before too long, I'm sure. Uh, well, you'll both be taking off for um, Coachella. Coachella. Yes, you're but welcome. that's not going to interfere with the podcast because it's next week. That's next week. That's right. I'm getting excited. I, just, uh, I made a couple purchases um, in anticipation. I bought uh, a couple new ball caps and uh, earplugs. Mm. So it's good, good idea to bring earplugs. <laughs> good. good man. I saw a girl on uh, one of those uh, college, what is it called? College humor or whatever thing, doing her, the her thing on the unboxing. That thing. had she some pretty, really fucking funny moments she in funny. it. She runs, she runs flat a little at the end, but it was pretty freaking funny in the beginning. There was one thing she said that was, I can't. Um, it's a puzzle because I don't like it. I don't like it because yeah. I'm not 76 years old. No, the or calendar something. thing. You're just like, because oh. it's really important for us to have a calendar in this day and age because right. you just know where you can find what day it is. Right. You know, something like that. Uh. And it is, I, mean, I, I wasn't quite that. She was super cute and funny smarmy about it but it's like when i was opening it i, I i'm opening it, i'm like i don't i don't need or really want any of this shit you know there's yeah. nothing other than maybe like the sticker and that was it what kind of sticker was it it just says coachella and you can put it on your car oh it's weatherproof well that was the girl she was talking about uh, for some reason she got well, she got wristbands and she didn't need them for some reason yeah because brian eno's her dad but i don't want to talk about it who's that brian you know one of the Biggest producers and musicians. Oh, is he? I don't know. He's like he's successful a lot of. I mean, responsible for a lot of U two success. Oh, you're kidding. Roxy Music. I did. He was in Roxy Music with Flood. He was in. I mean, yeah. Okay. Brian, you know, pretty pretty awesome. I don't know anything about the um, directors or producers of music. But ask him about any episode of Brady Bunch. Well, every person. Well, Brian knows him too, so don't don't lay that. Well, because I'm kind of a Renaissance guy. (laughs) (laughs) All the way back to 1969. I know know everything about everything. it did start before you were born, so it is, you know. I, I was a latchkey kid. I had to watch something. Yeah, like. me too. So um, you started a while ago, a few years ago, Yellow Shirt Friday for Coachella. Yes. So now explain what's happening this year, because Mike said something about all sorts of different shirts. Well, um, I think it was three or four years ago, 
I wore a yellow shirt on Friday, and so did uh, Robbie, uh, Rob, DJ Rotten Robbie is what mm, he goes right. by. And we took a picture of each other in our yellow shirts, and we're like, yeah, yellow shirt Friday. And then, I don't know, at some point that weekend, we were like, we should do this every year. You know? Well, did it become a thing? Because didn't Chris Glass make yellow shirts for Coachella one year? He did last year, the year before. I don't know. Because once we decided to make it a thing, we made a page on Facebook, and we, we were like, hey, everybody wear a yellow shirt next year. And, and a lot of people did. And then, you know, and each year it kind of gets a little bigger. There's plenty of people that don't. You know, mm. most of the people from <coughs> L.A. douchebags. Um, <laughs> oh, it's funny because it's true. Right? It was hilarious because <laughs> last year, the last year, none of the L.A. guys wore yellow shirts, but they all wore blue shirts. Because I guess that's what people from L.A. wear when they're oh, in the sun. No, you know why? Why? Because blue is on the opposite side of the color wheel. Is that what yellow, it was? Isn't yeah. it? No, it's orange. They're all saying is it orange? No. Yeah. From yellow? Purple, no. Yeah. Purple, I think, yellow. No, no. I'll tell you blue, why they orange, wore blue. green, red. You know why they wore blue? What? Why? Because it's the closest color to black, and black makes you look thin. Okay. And you can't wear black on the polo fields because it's too hot. So, like, I have to wear something to keep me slim, though blue is fairly thin. Why do they care about being slim? No, I don't know, but I think that's why. I know. I I just gave them a lot of shit. I didn't even even realize until later, because I took a picture. I go, hey, everybody, get in. And I took a picture of of a group of people, and they were all wearing blue shirts. And I'm like, oh, so it's like Blue Shirt Friday. And then I realized they're all from L.A. And I'm like, what the fuck's with the blue shirts in L.A.? Oh my god! So anyway, they're just, so I know certain people. Actually, I had somebody. I'm sorry. I, no, no, no. <laughs> I had somebody admit oh in, in a very confidential way. It that, is absolutely yellow. It is absolutely yellow. Yellow is not opposite of blue. Orange is opposite of blue. Oh god! Yellow is opposite of purple. Don't worry, I don't care about this either, listeners. I know, but I do. No, I know. That's why. I, I just want to make sure they understand that I relate to them. Okay, fine. It's orange, but it's an orangey yellow. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so um, Dave concedes halfway. <laughs> But but look, if you look at this one, oh, never mind, forget it. Whatever. Yes, okay. okay. Um, <laughs> uh, one of my friends admitted uh, in secrecy that he doesn't do yellow shirt Friday because he he's a big guy and he looks he said he looks stupid in a big yellow shirt. Right. Which la- la- I would last time I wore a yellow shirt down, three yeah. tourists tried to flag me down for a ride to the uh, <laughs> Sea World. Little go kart. But it's um, a lot of fun. So taxi. we've been doing it. And then this year, um, I think Scott from San Francisco was the one who decided that he wanted to like take it to another level and do Yellow Shirt Friday and then do a color on Saturday and a color on Sunday. I think it's orange and pink or, or something. Or, yeah, I thought it was like raspberry or red or I don't know. something. Green I mean, purple. I don't know. if I'm, I mean, I, I don't think I'm going to do it. I, okay. One, one day is enough for me. Well, because I, I know I, I talked to a couple of people, and by a couple of people I mean Mike, who said that they really appreciated it because you go and all of a sudden it's very easy, especially with a bright yellow shirt. It's very easy to yep. see other people that you may know or other people who, you know, are no people that you well, know. It's like, and it's, it's, it's sort like, of a um, red shirt day, a red, um, yeah, red, red shirt to gay days. Right. Disney. Exactly. Well, but by Sunday, you don't really want to be around some of those people. So you want your anonymity <laughs> back. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. The thing is with me, I don't have to worry about being found. So because you're tall. Everybody, everybody finds me, so I don't, I don't or or avoids me, depending. <laughs> Japanese don't take pictures so, with you. I remember that. Disney, little Japanese girls take pictures with me, and and girls that are high on drugs like to get on my shoulders. Yes, it oh. just happens. happens. Can you take a picture like you're chasing us? It's oh. undeniable. I do. I do. I did that. That's one of those pictures from Coachella. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah so yeah, Coachella yeah, next week. It's going to be great, and you're going to have to hear all about it. That's the first weekend, show. and then you're not going to the second weekend. We're not going to the second weekend, and the thing is, they're saying that it might rain. That weekend in Palm Springs, yeah. So we'll be destroying the polo no. fields for the following weekend, so they can eat our mud. Ha ha ha! ha. But yeah. everybody kind of agrees that if it does rain, it probably won't be like a torrential sort of downpour. It'll probably well, just be. It'll be like Southern California rain. <laughs> but it's supposed to be in the lower 80s, which is great. That's like perfect. Mm. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, kind of. 
personally, because I'm not going to Coachella, I'm going to be, you know, sitting right. by and the it's pool. It's easier for you to be naked cocktails drinking cocktails if it's in the 90s. Exactly. And yeah. um, so I'm kind of bummed about that. I'm like, well, where the hell am I going? <laughs> they have big wind problems recently out there. Don't worry. I'm sure you can still be naked even if it's not. <laughs> Jeez. Or warm. Oh, um, brother. Yeah. Holy so shit. You, I'm, you, looking, I'm looking at the uh, weather right now. It's a Saturday, 78 degrees and showers in Palm Springs. When does that happen? Mean this coming Saturday? This, not Saturday the fourteenth. Yeah, that's Saturday. Oh, well, Coachella. they really can't predict weather that far in advance. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. Oh, brother, they have wizards. So in you their went employee. to New York, also, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> and how did how did you how did you do on weather there? Uh, because we had good weather when we were there, and I think it went cold. No, right it went cold. Left. It definitely was cold on Friday. It was it was misty um, and a, a little bit wet. Saturday, it was just kind of straight cold. Like, I came out of the uh, art museum, and like... I was, but doesn't it feel like being in New No, it's good. I loved it. Cold. I wasn't complaining. Like, I, I, I thought it was great. I brought plenty of warm clothes, so I didn't care. Mm. But then on Saturday, it was actually sort of legitimately wet, and that, mm. that sucked a little bit. But, you know, mm. we weren't... Well, Get when we were going down Christopher Street to go to, like, Ties and uh, Rock Bar and stuff, it was a little oh, bit of pain in the butt. It was super fun. They're picks. Uh, I got to the coolest thing was uh, I mean honestly one of the funnest nights was the first time I got there because I got to hang out with our avid listeners uh, David and Stephen you know David F who comes here oh Fernandez yeah yes. yeah yeah, yeah. And and I, then, I totally missed him in New York and yeah. I missed him when he was here because he didn't go out till late so we met up I met up with him and then his boss Stephen um, who also sort sort of listens he's the one they're the ones who like when they came to San Diego I told them that three was a new five at uh, the oh. hole and now like that's still like they're saying like three is a new five or three is a new four <laughs> mm-hmm. but um. So they took me out for cocktails and then a fabulous dinner and then oh, more nice. fabulous cocktails. Mm. We didn't we didn't leave. I didn't get home till almost five in the morning. Yeah. Like we had so well, but it was two California time, right? So exactly. Okay. I was fine. I can't believe that they did it because the next day Stephen flew to France for work and David had to be at work. So, oh my but God. that's how those New York boys do. But um, kind of a cool story that happened that night. So. There's a couple of cool stories. There's fucking funny, funny stories. Um, we uh, <laughs> we were uh, at a bar. He's laughing at his own story. <laughs> well, I'm trying to tell, trying to tell <laughs> which ones are funny. One of, them, one of them is a very sort of a sight gag kind of story, and it won't really make much sense. So, um, But no, we're at a bar, and, mm-hmm. and we're sitting there and having a good time, and this group of people come walking toward us on their way out, and there's two women in the front, and I realize that one of the women is Claire Danes. And I'm like, wow. Oh, oh is that what all that Claire Danes yeah, posted Claire Danes. about? I didn't understand yeah. it. So it was Claire Danes. And I'm like, wow. And she looks beautiful. Just, mm, just beautiful. beautiful you know, I, a lot of those stars, when you see them up closer, a little beat up. She looks, she's young. And she, she looks takes care of herself. Um, so she walks by us. And then a second later, um, the woman that was with her comes back to our table and looks right at me and goes, excuse me, um, are, you, are you in once? Are you playing in once right now? And, <laughs> and I went, and I went. The guy in does a guy who wants to have a beard? He does, but he's older and frumpy, and his beard nice. is really long and shaggy. He plays. Nice. He plays the owner of the piano store. I did look kind of frumpy. I did kind of look frumpy. He's a lighter beard, though. He's tall and he's bald. Yeah. He's a big guy. He's probably you know your your height and proportions. Like fatter than me, or no? Well, or you know what? Size. The hem is like blousey sort of. Um, I just want to. I'm trying to. Shirt, so should so. I be insulted? Do, am I better looking <laughs> um, than him? No, I mean, <laughs> I can see someone who's not very attentive can say, "Oh, look, a tall, bald guy with a long with beard. A beard." Right. So, anyway, so you she know, she asked me you if don't I think was look like him. I know you should try to get a picture if you can, because I don't know if I should be insulted or not. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, so she says that, and I go, I go, no, and you know, that, might, that might explain her reaction because I go, no, I, I go, I'm not, I'm not in once, and she goes, she goes, oh, she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. She's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so silly, and I'm like, that's okay. I go, if you want, I'll sign your, I'll sign an autograph, you know, if you want me to. <laughs> and then she starts to walk away, and I turn to Dave, and I go, how crazy is that? And he goes, yeah, you should have said you were that guy. And I, I said, who I, she was, if she was yeah. anybody, or she was well, just a friend. But then David goes, but you didn't even see what happened, did you? And I go, no. He goes, dude. He's like. Claire asked her to come over and ask you if you were the guy from Once. Well, I imagine Claire Danes is probably Irish, so she probably... So Claire and I are best friends is what I'm trying He's to tell you. Into it. Well, we have a connection oh, Why didn't you go over and say hello? What was that? She was afraid of me, of my star power. She was overwhelmed <laughs> by my beard. presence. Um, uh, and the thing is, uh, so I immediately opened up Twitter and found that she had a Twitter account. And I responded and I said, hey, Claire, sorry we couldn't hang out. My voice is shot after the show. Maybe next time. <laughs> Oh, it was mean. But she hasn't used her account in two years, so she probably won't read it. And and, and the tweet I had before that was that moment when Claire Dane thinks you're the guy from Once. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, what does he mean by that? No, they show the lead characters on the posters Mm. and stuff. But not him. There's an ensemble picture I can might be able to pull up. Oh, that's okay. I don't really need to see some old fat guy who's anyway, well, I, I wouldn't say he's old. He's older than you, definitely. I mean, he's probably my age. And the cool thing is that we were at the same bar um, a couple nights later, and um, Alan Rickman was there, Professor Snape. It's pretty cool. That is someone I would love to meet. And it, Yeah, it was pretty neat. Where was this bar where all these celebrities were? Um, I'm not really at liberty to say. It's sort of like a hidden New York-type thing. Well, I know. I, well, it would, I can't awful. say it. I can't. I can't. Okay. So you can tell us afterward. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It, if we let too many commoners in, it won't be special anymore. Oh, we. for God's sake! <laughs> I know, right? Jesus Christ, a, Maggie a Smith. Show people. <laughs> really? I know. I already probably spend. Too, I'm not special enough to be there. I can't believe they even let me in. Like I keep expecting when I go there to them for them to say you're not supposed to. Why be Why would here. they say that? You just you're coming in and paying money. It's I mean, just a special. It's kind of a special place. Well, were you dressed up or anything? Do you have to dress up for the place? No, I mean I was kind of casually dressed. Well, well it can't be that special if you're not dressed. Yeah, but that's up. why she thought I was the frumpy guy from Lost because I'm a character. Lost. That's probably why Lost. you're allowed in. To look at me is to look like, oh, he must be in a band or something. No, once. (laughs) Not the frumpy guy from Lost. Whatever, whatever. For God's sakes, no. She confused you for him. That would be a problem. Yeesh. But, um, anywho. So that was really cool. And we, the primary, the primary, or the primary reason. Primary. (laughs) Sorry, I'm burping. Um, that we went there was because, um, our friend Andy, who you guys know. Yes. Was involved in um, in Ghost, which is opening opening on Broadway, and it was on the it was in the West End in London. They brought the production over to New York with the two primary the two leads coming over with it. Mm-hmm. And did you in, meet? Um, we did. They were Dave. they were near us, but we weren't introduced to them. Oh. I found that when I am with Andy on a show like this. I don't know how well he knows them. I, I mean, I know he knows them, but it's one of those things where it's almost like it's two different camps. You know, you right. have the actors and the performers and then the musicians and they don't necessarily, they aren't BFFs necessarily. Right. So we were on the stage and he introduced us to the people that he worked with, but when they were around, and of course they were with people they knew too. Well, no, I'm talking about Dave Stewart. For me, I no, totally would have no, fangirled out Dave, to Dave Stewart. I don't think Dave Stewart is there every night. Okay. I mean, he, he definitely wasn't there. Of, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. He's involved in the music part of it. Yeah. Um, he came up recently otherwise, too. Yeah? Somehow in my life. Sweet dreams are made of these? No. Um, <laughs> somebody I know knows him, or my bosses know him. Oh, yeah? Something about L.A.? I can't remember. Hmm. Okay, anyway. That's so that was the main reason we went to go see it, and um, it was good. It was very entertaining. I liked it. 
it has this, it's all done with these big LED walls. There's one in the back and two on the sides and they move and they've got all kinds of stuff on them. And there's, there's belts on the, on the stage so people can um, run and stuff while they're just not moving and, you know, and it's ghost. So it's, it's a fun story. You know, it's got the Whoopi Goldberg type character and, um, the, the female lead in it had an amazing voice. So I had a good time watching it. I gave, uh, Mm. afterwards I gave uh, Andy my notes. And they've already uh, implemented one of my changes. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Are yeah. you joking? I mean, I don't think... I'm not going to think that... I mean, he didn't really... He didn't say if he brought up what I told him that I thought could be changed. But one of the things I thought could be changed has been changed. Which is? Um, at the end, there, this is a very effects-laden um, performance. And mm-hmm. the effect, some of the effects are, are really astounding. I mean, very impressive. Okay. But at the end, I called. It, I said it was kind of like the Return of the King because there's like four endings. Like you think it's over, and then it's and then it's not, and then it's, you think it's over again, and then they do the curtain call, and then you think that's the end, and then it's not because they come out and do like another thing. And by the end, the by the end of the curtain call, the audience was like, "Hey, that was fun. We're going to leave now." That's him. I could see that he's his beard is longer in, in the show than it is yeah. in that picture, but yeah, I I'm mean, not insulted. To look, like he's a bald, bearded guy. Send me that picture. I'll put it on the anyway. Okay, okay. so um, that's the picture that, that we were so that by the fourth time they come out and they do one more little thing, and we're just kind of like, okay, well, we were ready to leave, and you all came back out, and now we got to keep clapping for you. Like that's kind of how it felt, right? Um, and that was sort of I said, you know, the first two goodbyes need to be a little closer together, so it seems like one goodbye instead, and then do the curtain call and then call it a day, and so they got rid of the, the fourth thing. So, hmm. gotcha. But that's the whole thing about previews is that they're always adding and taking away stuff. So yeah. that so, was really special to go. Okay, to, so to you went to go see it has not. It has not opened. Open. It doesn't open until next Friday, I think. Which yeah, this will be out. It was open to the public oh. though. It was previews. Previews, yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. How, that's how we saw it once. But once critics, it didn't open until the week yeah, after. We critics were aren't invited, and there's no reviews out until the previews are over. And you know they have this time to solidify the show. Then once they open, then you know the they can A-game. still still make changes. Right. In fact, that's the whole reason why the guy who created this project wanted to bring it over from the West end because he wasn't done with it. Like there was still plenty of stuff he wanted to do and change, change. and modify, you know, make better. And, um, so in fact, right now <laughs> there's a joke, there's a song that the Whoopi Goldberg character sings and it's all about her being rich. Cause you know how they, they get that check, you know, they take the money and she has that check. Well, she sort of imagines her life, you know, being free and easy and having all this money. And she has this big kind of show stopping number. And one of the jokes in it, it's like something how, and I won't end up like, and she goes, and I will always, you know, she does like a Whitney oh Houston. Oh, yeah. So of course they had to take that joke out, oh you know, God. cause it's not really funny yeah. anymore. Oh. And then they kind of changed it to a Britney thing. And then they realized even that didn't work. And so they actually ended up just, Andy told me they pulled it out completely. Like we saw the version with Britney in it, but then they pulled it out yeah. and they were pulling out some other bit of song that we all kind of agreed didn't necessarily work in the moment either. So to me, that's really interesting. And mm. I even told, I jokingly said when he told me they put the changes in, I go, if you want, I go, I'll fly back out and see it. And, <laughs> you know, I- <laughs> yeah. It, it's funny when they put those, those little topical things into to place when, yeah. they, when it's a kind of play that they can work something right. like that into. If anything, I was surprised that they didn't play a little bit more on the fact that this is a musical based on a movie that's over 20 years old. Mm, right. you know, isn't it like 20 years old? TV show. I mean, a movie. Oh, at least yeah. it was in the... It was yeah. the it's more than 20 years old. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, it dawned on me the other day, something came up about 1994, and that kids who were born in 1994 are turning 18 this year. Mm. 
It's like, oh my god, I was watching an episode of Frasier from 1994. That's an 18-year-old episode of Frasier this week. I was like, my what? niece was born in like 93 or 93, I think. Yeah, so she's 18, disgusting. 19 years old. That's crazy, boss. Yeah. So, uh, so that was a really kind of neat experience, and, and it was great to see Andy. And the next night, or the next day, I went to the the Metropolitan Museum of Art and had a, just a wonderful time going around there. Mm. I, I've always liked David Hockney, and I got to see my first Hockney oh, live and nice. in person. Mm. Um, we used to go there and the Museum of Natural History when I was a kid. It's it just beautiful. Oh. I mean, it's huge, and they have all these like Egyptian ruins, and they have mm. all these. Uh, they have like you know knights in armor, all these different kinds of armor and stuff, mm. and all these Greek and Roman statues, and just yeah. it's really. And when you stand nifty. there and you see it, and you just feel the gravity of how totally. old these things are, and and God, where they came from to get there in the middle of New York City. That's what just, I kept thinking uh, over and over again when I'd see these picture uh, pieces of like century centuries old pottery and stuff, and I'm like. You, you think, where was that? And how did it come to be here? Right. The the person, if the thing. person who had held that or made it knew that it would end up here. I mean, how right. crazy is that? Right. And it was maybe an everyday <laughs> household item for someone. And it's you know, exactly. an artifact. It becomes an artifact. Yeah. And, oh. and then so. so that night we got to, and I've talked about Sleep No More a million times on here um, and how excited I was to have seen it. Well, I was, where are you going? Closing the door. Well, I was doubly excited to be able to go back and see it again for the second time. Um, and Matt was seeing it for the second time, too. And Mikey was seeing it for the first time. Um, I basically kind of called it Sleep No More, um, finishing up or tying up unfinished loose ends, business. unfinished business. <laughs> and it worked out perfectly. Like everything I kind of wanted to see that I hadn't seen the first time, I was able to kind of get to mm. see. Because um, it's ending soon, isn't it? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know what the plans are. I thought it was ending in run. April. I thought it was ending the end of April. They, they were only selling tickets to the le- end of April. Well, the last they, time I they extend it three to four weeks, and then they let it sell, and then they extend it three to four weeks. When yeah. I we actually ended up with an extra ticket, um, and when I brought it up with them at the ticket booth, she's like, "Well, we go." He goes, "We want to give refunds, but here," and he gave me um, an email address to contact, and they they like you can get a ticket for any other show you want. Hmm. And just go and see it another time. So I was oh, going to give it to somebody and let them go see it. Oh, that's nice. So the fact that he said that, and he's like, yeah, but it sells out, you know, we usually sell out a month in advance, so you want to make sure you get, you know. So it sounded to me like, you know, he wasn't saying it wasn't going to stop. But oh. I don't know how long. They can't do it forever. But um, it was well, great. I got to do, I had two one-on-ones, which is when a character takes you aside and kind of, you know, does something with you. Really? And I was that. super intense. Was it a hand job? No. <laughs> Even though it was funny. Afterwards, this guy comes up to me. He's like, so when the nurse took you into there, she's like, he's like, what did she do? And I go, well, I go, she, and I just sort of jokingly said she told me a story. He goes, he goes, really? Because the way her head was bobbing, it looked like she was doing something else. Oh, no. Because <laughs> you can like, kind of see through a little me. hole. In the, she takes you into this hut. And you can see through the little window. If you peek, you can kind of kind of see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And she had, she took me into the hut by by the hand. And at first she goes, she looks at me and she goes, you know, are you lost? And I had this mask on, you know, so I'm, I'm nodding my head because, of course, you know, you want to get. So she takes me by the hand, takes me into the hut, and she goes here. She goes, this will make you feel better. And she has me sit down and she takes my mask off, which is crazy because you're not supposed to take your mask off at all, you know. And so and she's really like looking at me, and she gets a, a teacup and she starts ladling. Uh, spoonfuls of tea into my mouth <laughs> and and then she goes um she goes here i'm going to tell you a story 
And she goes, once there was a boy whose mother and father were, her parents were dead and he was all alone and he went to the, the moon, but the moon was made of wood. And so he left the moon and he went to the sun, but the sun was a dried up sunflower with flies. Of, and then he goes, but then he sailed into the stars and the stars were dead flies. And so he came back to the earth and the earth was oh, an overturned it. piss pot and he was all alone and he's still waiting and all alone. And I'm like, this is, in my head, I'm thinking, like, like, oh this is going to feel better. So sad. I know. And she goes, here. And she, she pulls me toward her and gives me a hug. She punches you in the face. And then all of a sudden, she kind of goes, she stiffens and she goes, she goes, it'll happen. Blood for blood. And she pushes me away and she looks like I'm the one who's done something to her. Uh. She's like all shocked and frightened. And then she sort of she gives me back my mask and she kind of motions me out the, the thing and she's like looking at me like I've like done, you've something done something horrible. Wrong. And she closes That's the door. Fucking and that cool. was it. We joke, we talk about the whole like blood orgy thing that goes right. on, but that there is like a ritual and it's very bloody and sort of crazy yeah. and stuff. And uh, so, yeah, so that was intense. And then one of the witches who's in the ritual um, at one point, she pulled me into her little alcove and she's like super sexual. She's like buzzed hair and just intense and, and slinky dress and everything. And she's vamping, like has me up against the wall and she's grinding up against me and stuff and putting my hands on her. And like, I'm trying to act like a heterosexual person, but I don't know what to do with any of it. <laughs> you know? And she's just, it was so fucking intense. Oh, so crazy. And I had my mask on and she pulled, she, she put her fingers on my hair and pulled out hair and then put it onto a brush and rubbed it on a brush. Like she was doing like part of the ritual. Right. And then she just sort of, you know, and it was just fucking crazy intense moment and then she just walked away and I was like huh you don't eat during this or I should have been I honestly I mean, oh that would have freaked you out because Matt got a one on one too because he and I <sighs> ended up in the same room together and this woman and I watched it all happen this woman goes up to him and takes him by the hand and takes him to the door and closes the door and I was like fuck yeah that's so cool and one of the characters they were doing like a ball dance scene and she took Mikey I didn't see this happen but she took Yeda by the hand and they danced in the ballroom together so even Mikey got to have a little oh, good funny. yeah so that was cool and then we went out and got we partied like rock stars at the Eagle that night, which was really fun. I love fun. the Eagle. We had New so York much fun. Too. It's such a good Eagle. And, uh, yeah, uh, especially when it's nice enough to go outside. It was packed and fun. And then the next day, we went to the 9/11 Memorial, um, which was amazing. Uh, I mean, I'm, you guys have probably seen like a mock-up of it. So what it, for what it uh, looks like? Not really. Paid no, too much attention to so it. So you know that there's there's there are two pools, um, one at the at the base of where you, both buildings w- would be. Right, and they're square, and they're they're deep, and there's waterfalls come over the side of the pools. Is it the same footprint, or are they a little bit smaller? Because the footprint same of the pro- are, same footprint. That's pretty big. I mean, I'll show you pictures after we're done. Yeah. Um, but it's huge. It's uh, I'm pretty sure it's as big as you know what? Maybe it's not. But uh, okay. but you get the gist of it. I mean, they are in the same location, and it's re- it's huge. So these huge waterfalls, and then it's like a shallow like marble bottom, and then another opening, another square opening, and you can't see the bottom of it, and that's where the water goes. And then around the outside, there's like a, a shell, like a you know a level, and all the names of the of the victims are on that, and um, it's so thoughtfully put together and well done. I was completely blown away by it because you're in the middle of you know you're in lower manhattan crazy noisy busy but the noise from the water pushes everybody else's white noise away so you mm. can still sort of have a singular experience mm. and uh just incredibly intense but very uplifting too and when you're over on the the visitor center which isn't open yet actually looks like a portion of the tower on its side, like a piece of the tower had fallen, it was still there. Uh-huh. And um, and then inside, it's actually all these jutting juxtaposed beams are on the inside of it, so it still sort of looks like wreckage and rubble, yeah. but not in a way that 
would bring up like a terror, like a terrifying memory, more of just like a, like it makes sense. That's to me, like every, when you look around, like everything really makes sense. It's, okay. it's very, just, I thought it was amazing. Like, I, you know, you think, God, you know, as Americans, like we do stuff and we fuck it up all the time and we make the wrong <laughs> decisions about things, but this seems like something that was really done in a very special way. Right. So it was cool. Good. I mean. Yeah, we, talk, we talked about it, but I'm, yeah. I'm not ready to go to see it. Yet. Yeah, it's intense. It's intense. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just, I don't. <laughs> and it's tough also because you're surrounded by people, a lot of, you know, people from other countries. And and it sinks into people differently. So there were kids, you know, running around and being silly and stuff like that. Right. But then there's other people who are clearly visibly shaken by all of it, you know. Well, I think about the kids, though. I mean, of course they're not going to get it because yeah. they were probably born well, it's after it's like if it you happened. go to Pearl Harbor, you know, monument right. and, you're, and you're born after 1970, it's going to strike you in a completely different way if you are born before 1950, you know. Okay. Doing math. Yes. So, um, so yeah, so that was, that was cool. And it's huge and it was really easy to have. A long moment by you know, like by myself and kind of like you know reflect and stuff. So uh, it was very very cool. And that you know overall the, the trip was great. You wanted me to talk about my flight, right? Oh, you had a problem with the JetBlue, which surprised me because they were ranked number three or four or something well, in customer service this week. On the way out, survey. I flew I flew um, American Airlines, and it was like. One of those big ones with the three seats in the middle and the two on the outside. Uh, but they're the oldest fucking planes, aren't yeah. they? With like the CRT TVs, like yeah. down in front of every three rows and all that other no, crap. Yeah, but it, uh, at first I was like, oh, this is a cool I plane and whatever. There. But there's hardly any leg room. My seat didn't go back. I was surrounded by this very nice and polite family that were on their way to France, I think, via London. But they didn't shut up the whole time. This is a flight that left at seven in the morning. Oh, God. So you know where I'm at. Like Sweet. I'm, oh, I'm a seven forty or something in the morning, something like that. Yeah, I was on that same plane. My mind yeah. to New York. Yeah, it, I was a mess because I'm tired and mm. I can't really sleep, but I don't want to stay awake and I'm just nothing is interesting on my iPad because I'm half, you know, I'm bleary. So the flight out was horrible, and then but the flight back. So I was thinking I haven't flown JetBlue in a long time, and I was like, well, hey, you know, I'll see about getting an exit row because I flew out on one and back on another. I booked through Kayak, so oh, yeah. they just split thing. Okay, um, so I was like, oh, I'll try to get a. a uh, exit row, you know, because I'll have more room. And so I'm thinking about that, you know, I'm checking my bags and the you know, bag check thing took a long time. It's kind of a pain in the ass and it just, no one seems in a hurry to get anything done. And then you get, I got on there and I go up to the the thing where my flight is and I say, Hey, you know, I'm flying to San Diego today. I was thinking about, you know, want to see about getting an exit row. Cause like on Delta, they'll just give you one if it's open, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. The, and even on American, um, I was willing to pay for one because I was, when I flew out, I was with Kevin and Kevin's like, I don't want to sit in a short row. And I said, well, we'll both go and we'll, we'll bang it seats together yeah. that are thing. Premium plus. And we did it at the gate and they, and she's like, all right, psh, you know? Yeah. And it's not like an unheard thing or anything. So, yeah. but the woman there, she goes, Oh, well, you know what? You need to go over to the ask us desk. And I'm like, okay, no problem. I go over to the ask us desk and it's two, a guy and a girl. They both look like they're maybe. One of them looked like maybe 22, and the other one looked like they were like 24. Fucking kids. The most <laughs> disaffected, <laughs> bored looks on their face. Mm. You know, like they were in the middle mm. of kind of having like, talking about maybe who's going to the club later or whatever. They had like having some kind of conversation. And I walk up, and I'm like, hey, I'm flying to San Diego today. And, you know, and the, I can tell they're already bored. All I've said is I'm flying to San Diego, and they're already over me. And mm. I said, and I wanted to see about getting an exit row. <gasps> Peter you says know. no. And, she, and they're like, well... <laughs> You know, an exit row costs $65. And I'm like, you're kidding me. And I'm like, no, it's $65. And I said, well, I go, and she, and I go, are they open right God, now? Most airlines are like thing? 25 or 30 I know. And she yeah. goes, she goes, no, they're all open, but they're $65. And I'm like, well, so what if no one sits there? Then 
She goes, no, if no one sits there, then they're still $65. And if you, if you try to sit in there when the plane's in motion, they'll make you pay $65. And I was like, I oh, doubt that. I know. Severely. And then I'm like, I go, I go, well, I go, where am I sitting? She goes, well, you're, you're on the aisle. And I said, so how, what's the difference between an aisle seat and a, an exit seat? And she just doesn't even want to be bothered. She's just like, like, give me a look. And, and the, the guy next to her goes, goes, a seat's 36 and the exit rows, or seat's 34 and the exit rows 38 or some shit like that. And I just said, I go, I go, well, then I, I guess I'll be sticking with my seat. I go, thank you for your help. You know, and I walked away. What I should have said was, I know you fucking can't be bothered because mm. your job is so goddamn hard to give me a moment of your time and give mm. me an answer that doesn't have some sort of sassy fucking bullshit tone to it. Mm. You know, I realize were you there, hate your fucking were job. Were you there super early for the flight? No, this was a middle of the day flight. And no, were you there super early before I was your there flight? Like, yeah, maybe like an hour well, an so hour an hour's not minutes. much. If those seats aren't taken, I mean, there's no reason why they can't bump you up. Well, and the thing is, though, once I got on the plane, they were taken. Oh, they were? They were. Huh. But once I got on the plane, it was like I was, all of a sudden, I was no longer on shit blue. I was on jet blue. Like, everybody on the plane was awesome. The flight crew was super cool, very helpful and attentive. They have legroom galore on there. I didn't even need an exit row. Yeah, because there's no real, like, first class kind of a thing. There's tons of room. I would yeah. fly JetBlue mm. again in a second. Yeah. I had so much room. And it was in glorious. your entertainment thing. If somebody else yeah. you knows on the plane, you can chat between seats. They and those like, blue potato chips. Where are they getting them from? Nobody knows. You can't buy them. Yeah. They're delicious. <laughs> and they give you, I know, and I got drinks. Uh, I didn't have to pay to check my bag like I did on no. American Airlines. Mm-mm. And... That flight Southwest. was, it's longer when you go east to west, and mm-hmm. the flight was over like that. Like, when I looked up, I was like, they're like, we're landing Come, in San Diego. You know what, Lance, Everybody's got a leather seat. It's an Airbus A320 that lands like a dream. I got it. As the, long as I don't ever have to talk to the, the, to the staff outside yeah. the plane, I'm good. It yeah. seems like all the old guard uh, companies like United and Delta and all those are the ones that are that are so hidebound, and they, they're the ones that have the shitty planes and everything else, mm. and all the new yeah. companies like JetBlue and, and Virgin and stuff. Everybody's happy to work there. I've had nothing but great experiences on Virgin. I mean, just amazing each time. Well, it, I had a fairly huge problem with Virgin <laughs> that they had plenty of time to correct, and they didn't. So. Really? That surprises me because I've had pretty good experiences <sighs> My with flight leaving San Diego was delayed for three hours. I put in to send me an email notification if it was going to be delayed, so I ended up spending three hours Ugh. sitting in the airport after arriving like an hour early for my flight, because here you don't have to go too early to the airport because the right. security lines always go so fast here. Um, I ended up sitting, being stuck in the airport and sitting there for three hours, Oof. and they didn't notify me even though I signed up for notifications. So I did not want the same thing to happen on the way back, and I said, please notify me if my flight is going to be delayed when I leave San Francisco. And the same fucking thing happened, only this time I had to sit in the airport for six hours. Do you have the oh, app Jesus. on your thing? It, it, yeah, but they never updated their system. And because their system wasn't updated with the flight delayed, as far as the board in the airport was concerned, uh-huh. the plane was there and taking off on time. But it didn't leave till six hours later. And they knew five hours, no, more than five hours before my flight left that it wasn't leaving because the plane I was going on left Orlando really really late to go to san francisco so they knew way in advance that my flight was going to be late because that plane was delayed out of there and they never notified me i ended up spending 
more of my weekend sitting in the airport. What was there? Uh, did they, so did, mad. did they have any sort of explanation? Or they, any their sort of notification anything? system is jacked, and they admit it. They revamped all their reservation systems back in October or November, and they screwed up stuff with that. That They gave me 10,000 free of their Elevate points because uh-huh. they had screwed it up. That's something. And apparently the new system isn't working either for nope. notifications and isn't notifying people. Jeb, can we get a comment on this, please? Well, yeah. and I wrote them a letter, <laughs> and I wrote them a note, and I said, you know what? I said, you know, one thing, you know, one, okay, fine. Whatever it didn't say online, not on flighttracker.com, not on their website that the flight was going to be late. And I said, all right, I'm, I want them to give me advance notice. I want you to text me. I want you to email me. I want you to whatever. I selected all the options. I got no notifications. Mm. I ended up sitting in the airport for six hours. That sucks. Fuck. Yeah, on the way back. Well, I uh, the one that I'm really kind of over is um, is Delta now because Delta I think has the least comfortable seats. People mm. complain about Delta. A lot of those planes are older, and the seats feel like they're broken. Yeah, like and they. Yeah. They no padding, and they, yeah, and yeah. They, instead of having like an arm rest, they have like an arm chunk of steel. <laughs> well, no, that's so, only if you're is that in the exit a row uh, bulkhead seat because you're room? or an exit row because your tray table has to come out of the armrest. Uh, so they have those uh, because things. It's like it's not even worthwhile to sit in the exit row because of those. Because right. if you're fat like I am, there's mm-hmm. nowhere for anything to go. You're just smooshed in there. Yeah. Well, that's that's because your tray table came out of the armrest. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why. That's what the. That's why those things are like that. Yeah. The bulkhead yeah. seats are that. I used too. to go for Delta. Now I, I got to say with. That JetBlue flight was just a dream. They're comfortable. Thing is, what do you call it's comfortable too? Um, Virgin's planes are comfortable. Oh too. yeah, yeah. And Virgin has a fairly affordable upgrade to first class too. Oh, well, nice if you want, it's like it's like it's like yeah, forty bucks don't sometimes. Need to. And from here, Virgin doesn't go a lot of places. So even though the time, the two times. I've upgraded twice on Virgin, mm-hmm. and once I ended up next to a rich bitch with her little boy who was probably like three or four years old, who she had no ability to parent at all. There was almost there's really nothing wrong with the kid. It was her. She was cool. she was mean and uncool to her kid the whole way. It was gross. And then the other time I did it, I ended up next to um, a woman and her like disabled son who had like a special dog. And this wasn't in, I didn't go to first class, but I went to the front row or anyway, I ended, I ended up next to them mm-hmm. and she had her dog on me, like on my feet. Jeez. And I said, can you move your dog? You know, cause I want to be able to move. She's like, this is a service dog and you have to deal with the service dog. It doesn't move for you. You move for it. No, that's what she came it's at me with. It's occupying my space on the plane. That dog did not oh, pay for this. She came at me with that. And I said, I go, I go, honey. The 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 in front of me is clear. Right. That's my territory. That's what I paid for. You right. and your dog, I don't give a shit about. Right. But Ugh. the only you wow. know, but I've had the bad experiences so where dogs that came begin to tell you. Every time I'm on Southwest, it seems I'm on the plane with college students from here who are going or coming from no, somewhere why would you here. Fly Southwest, ever? and it's always some dude. Some the whole flight is some young dude hitting on some young girl. <laughs> oh, really? You're the which girl? You go there? Oh, I go to SDSU. Oh, blah 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 blah. And they end up talking yeah. about some. It's like I swear to God, four or five times. It's always been the same thing, like in an adjacent row. I don't and even look like, at Southwest oh, anymore. Shut up, dude. When did when did Southwest come about? Was it like uh, late <sighs> it's like a cattle call too? I hate that whole lineup by the numbers thing and all mid, that. Well, mid, late 80s. I'd say about fifteen years ago was when it was really the thing to fly. Because mm. I remember flying it, and I'm going to say the airline couldn't have been more than five or six years old. And mm. even then, it just seemed like it was grimy and gross on it's board. A, mm. And and 
Yeah. Well, the Jet, uh, play, airlines like JetBlue and um, uh, what do you call it definitely have an advantage because Virgin. they have newer planes. Yeah. They're all new Airbus A320s. And I mean, I, I will say that you know Southwest has come along just that they they don't have quite the same you know cow call thing. At least now you have yeah. like a number, so you, there's kind of which to me is like if you're going to have a number and you're going to like thing. every five people like has a, you know an order. Why don't just have an assigned seat? I don't, well, keep, I don't understand. Here's an idea. Well, the one thing they had in Germany, this Air Berlin, which is their discount, one of their discount mm-hmm. airlines, it was a free for all. So it was a, this flight is boarding, and it was like a people running to the gate. Hey, German, that's, that's, the, way, that's the way Southwest used to be. So then, but then I forget what airline I've flown, but the one airline. They did it so logically. They loaded first class and their premier, whatever members first. Then they load from back of the plane yeah. forward, which, which is how they sense. used to do it. Now it's all about how much you paid for your ticket and when you got it, when you're entitled to board, because everybody has a ton of carry-on baggage, and you want to get on that plane as quickly as possible, no matter where you're staying, to make sure you get a compartment that is over your head. And the reason and everybody has a ton you. of carry-on baggage is because airlines now started charging to check your bags underneath, well, which is stupid because, well, because another. No one, wants to wait. no one wants to wait for the baggage claim either. It's and quick. You can right. get in and out. But still, it's ridiculous. It's sort of this, it's catch-22 because you've got airlines who are charging you to put your baggage underneath. So now every, no one's putting their baggage underneath. And then when you do, you get to the front and then everything's full. They're like, we'll put it underneath for you and they'll do it for free. Yeah. Which is also oh, ridiculous. plane side. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But which it's, I'd rather it's do. fucking ridiculous. But airlines are businesses it, and they have stockholders to answer for just like everybody else yeah, does. They have to cut costs. They it's have a to common make, courtesy of carrying you know, I'm on a plane. And they're making money because every plane you're flying on, it's got mail on it and everything else that's being delivered and uh so they're making money and, I mean, oh they of course they're making I don't, money, you know but. i don't I, i'm not bothered by the cost of thing i don't even mind paying for uh, a bag all that time but uh, i i did see there's a really neat article online about the science of boarding planes yeah and then it's not even even loading from back to front isn't the most efficient the most mm. efficient way is to do the sides and then the middle and then the if it's aisles, that kind of a row. if it's that kind of a, a thing because the people who take the longest to get in are the people on the sides and if someone's in the aisle already and they have to walk over and all yeah, that shit right. people have to get up and they but back to front still makes way more sense than front yeah. to back <laughs> and it's just uh, but now it's all free for all and yeah. how much you pay for your ticket depending on when you get into the plane JetBlue did but, um, they did a little they kind of went back and forth like they did they did first or their pre-board or whatever mm-hmm. then they did a, like a back section then they did a front section then they did a middle section so that to me made some sense where did the plane load from was it no it could have been the middle of the plane they're late they load from uh, front of first class huh that's weird well the, apparently there's some regional carrier now that who's charging for carry-on bags Somewhere here in the States. and uh, Did, but, uh, You know what? I'm, just, t- I'm so fucking tired my, of being nickled and dined about everything. My favorite was what uh, Ryanair tried, and they didn't try it for long, was uh, was pay toilets on the plane. Oh, hell <laughs> so no. That was but the thing is, hell I don't mind. No. Did last. Charge for a carry-on uh, bag, but your price better be 15%, 20% mm. lower than everybody else's. True. Well, one of the things I think it's Virgin who's doing now is they said – you look at our fares, and our fares may seem a little bit higher than they were before, but here's the situation. When we show you the price, it's the total price, including taxes. Right, nothing Because there's nothing worse than booking a, a, a $29 ticket and have it end up being $69 with taxes and airport fees and everything else. Right, exactly. So, and flying to New York, they, oh, well, hotels in New York charge that. Jake I mean, Davis at the end of the fee. day, it's a huge metal cylinder thrust into the atmosphere that takes you from one it's place to size. another. Yeah. So... You know, it's kind of. I'm worth just going to say, bucks. I grew up flying all over the place, flying all over Europe, flying. Yeah, but that Europe, was America, like 50 years ago. Oh boy, I know. But see, that's my point, though. Is back then, though, it's just you know, besides the fact that it was an event to fly, people dressed up to fly. Okay, whatever. Mm. But you they get on board to go to Disneyland too. Okay, you go, you go on board, and you were, you know, you were Taste fed this. a really a nice dog. meal. You were a fed a dog. decent meal. You were fed. 
all this stuff. And, you know, you didn't have all this. Just, anyway, just the, the point being that everything has changed so much. Right. Yes, I know. We've got much tighter security now and all this other crap. But I just, I don't know. I fucking hate flying now where I used to love it. It was just not, it was it was a joy to fly. And now it's just such a But we lived in a world pain. where most people couldn't afford to fly. It's a luxury. And flying mm. no longer, people don't see it as a luxury. They see mm. it as a necessity. Like, you know, they Business don't, like you ask like some, you know, uh, middle income family, you know, to take a bus to Los Angeles and they'll be like, fuck your mama. You know, we're oh, going to yeah. drive ourselves or take the plane. Oh yeah. Well, you, you don't, don't even drive. consider that transit. Whereas in the, in your golden days of your bus travel was, <laughs> oh, you yeah. know, very, oh, fuck. We, were 12, we were 12 hours in the Datsun for yeah. God's sake, driving to North Carolina to see my family when or I was train. a kid. We weren't yeah. going Honestly, on a plane. I've, I didn't fly Life Flew for Business for the first time when I was like 22 years old. I'd love to take a train if they had really <gasps> awesome train service. They we do, to. and we were talking about doing it, and it's super expensive yeah. to take the train the from here the up to even, um, cheap, even cheap. These luxury trains, you can have a little car and all uh-huh. this other stuff, this Amtrak um, Starliner or something or whatever, up to uh, Portland for a vacation. But it ends up being, for your like little car, sleeper car thing or whatever, like $600 a yeah, person. And I'm like, and it takes two days. Like, it takes parts of well, two days. And it's like. Meals? Yes, it doesn't include uh, your meals. You know, then that's part of the vacation is the journey. Well, that was the whole thing. And so we talked about doing that, but I thought, you know what? Instead of doing that, we'll take an even prettier trip. We'll do it on the East Coast, and we'll take the Vermonter or up just from take, New York. Like, take a cruise instead, honestly. Just so, wash your hands a lot. No, but just do the old-fashioned <laughs> stuff. Uh, I don't know. I've never been on a cruise. I have no idea what that's like. Ooh. Yeah. Speaking of cruise, did you guys finally see the pictures of the two guys? We we're talking about. Remember, got kicked, somebody got kicked off a cruise ship or something. Remember, um, oh, a couple of weeks ago, sex? the two the two guys in Dominica no. who were they hot were arrested and all that stuff, and they claimed that you know they were just sort of making out. I saw the pictures. Mm-hmm. They are naked and fucking on the balcony while it's in port, and it is very easy to see. It's like two two stories up from mm. uh, playing. Like, they were fucking in public. Was it a missionary or over the barrel? Um, oh over the barrel because they're they're standing up. So one guy is against against the wall. The other guy's up behind him, pounding away. Um, hmm. Well, no wonder they wanted to put him away. Who did yeah. that picture? I don't know. This is a tourist or somebody, whatever. Interesting. <clears throat> but yeah, you, you didn't. Were you here last week? We were talking about it. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember it. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, some country that doesn't allow. So the follow up on that is that they were naked. They were naked and they were fucking indeed. So, granted, the way they were treated was not good, but they were not innocent. They they indeed were doing everything that they said they were doing. Mm -hmm. Thank you, correspondent Gay P. You're welcome. One thing that actually popped into my head um, earlier. Going commando. Well, about going commando. It's I don't it's just not something I it's you know generally a, do. A true lady doesn't do that. I'm well see. Well when I wear a kilt, you kinda have to. But you, other who than says that, you have to? Put something on. You don't oh do you own a you don't have a utility kilt, do you? I don't have a utility okay, kilt. I have thank two you for that. I have two kilt Justin kilts. Justin does. Be careful. Yeah. No, I've insulted him before. <laughs> the um I have, I have two regular kilts because well, I'm part Scottish. Because what's happening I've started working out this little gym we have right there here at the complex. So every night, when I go 
to, you know, after I work out, I shower or whatever, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to put in a pair of underwear. So I'm like using like twice as much underwear during the week. And I thought to myself, well, you know, I could just put my pajamas or my shorts on without underwear for the rest right. of the day. And I thought, ooh, even sitting around my own house would feel really? weird. Really? Oh, no, I've got a pair of like loungy shorts. I do not want to wear underwear with loungy shorts. That, that's, that's I almost never wear underwear at home. Really? Yeah. I'm either naked or wearing um, pajama bottoms or, or workout shorts. Or a no jock pants. to work a few weeks ago because I was feeling dirty. Frisky. And, oh. it, and it was okay. It's an Under Armour jock, so it's super comfortable. I love those. Those are actually really good. Oh, my God. I know. Great. Every once in a while, because, you know, I, I work at a gay bar, so it's mm-hmm. not like you, should, you have to wear an underwear, but uh, when I feel naughty, like I won't wear underwear, or I'll wear, and I'll wear like a cock ring or something. So my junk's all pointing out, and mm. it's kind of fun. Do you get better tips at night? Do you notice? People notice. <laughs> they do. I mean, it's funny because well, especially when I'm working in, stand at your crotch. Of course, well, they are. when you're working inside, you're. I'm tall, so my. My crotch is a lot, almost is kind of close to the bar itself. So, <laughs> so people are kind of leaning so you down buy the that bar. Thing a drink. They're looking right at my business. I like to buy that thing a drink. Especially, well, see, especially somebody God. like gives me a good goodbye hug, like maybe they'll give me a goodbye hug and a little kiss, and then I'll be like, I don't know who know, those two girls are, but the guy in the middle is definitely Willie Nelson. There was one bar that we went to in San Francisco uh, a couple years ago during Folsom, and all the bartenders were wearing were black jocks well, and shoes, and that was it. And yeah. I thought, I bet they make really good tips. Yeah. Well, and you go to any bar like that. I mean, the Eagle, I think, you know. In LA? On, a lot of bar backs. Not in LA. I don't know about in LA. I can't remember. I yeah, in LA, dressed. they never wear shirts, and they usually only wear jock yeah. straps. What's yeah. nothing? Yeah. In where? The LA, LA Eagle? The LA Eagle. I've never been to the LA Eagle. Oh. Awesome. It's a fun time. Oh God, especially on the a only Sunday. eagle. The only eagle I've ever been to was uh, the one. At Don't say San Diego. No, no, the one. <laughs> no. Remember, we were going to go to the eagle that one night when we were up. Um, I know. And you we guys were staying in race. And, and you we, guys pushed out. We totally because it was just. It took us forever to get uh, there. Then we the line was the block, and we, we were, were tired. There, and uh, we got lost, and I'm like, "How do you get oh, lost going to the eagle?" We made a mistake. <laughs> I put going I, from where Ray was, and it was that Halloween, wasn't it? Because yeah, there was some kind of big yeah. Halloween parade thing we There's got caught up in the middle of. It took us three the, uh, hours, and we were already tired. And I was like, "Oh fuck that!" And so we went back to Ray's. But the, but that Ellie Eagle is great. It's definitely worth going to. I have to find out. Super fun. Our Eagle here actually does bus trips every once in a while to LA. You guys went and to Palm Springs. And to Long Beach, and uh, the both bu- the bus. If anything, it generates hilarious stories about the wacky, weird drunks that are on the bus. Ugh. You know the one but, story you told me about the one time where you came back and someone was so we thought he they, was dead. It was <laughs> but he, no, the one, who, well, the one guy who the one guy who threw you. up. In the bus, and you can't and open stinks. the windows. Oh, well, no, it's about like tomato basil no soup or well, whatever. Okay, but by the oh. time you're driving back, everybody's oh, well. a little bit drunk. But we saw the Disney work, Disneyland fireworks when you're driving home. But who wants to be stuck but, in a bus when you're drunk? Like with maybe not so good ventilation and only one toilet, and it takes like four hours to get home instead of two? Not from uh, LA. What are you talking in a about? Bus. It's not don't stopping. Drive fast. It's a direct. I know they don't drive fast, but it's not th- four hours. No, it's horrible. But uh, <laughs> well, it can't be that long because I don't remember. I did on any of these trips. I didn't use the bathroom. It's for poor people. So and for me, I would have to use the bathroom. No, oh, it's a great way to go up there and get drunk and then not have and not have to drive yourself home. Okay. But yeah. they do like the bar crawls or whatever, like on Sundays. And there was one guy in the bus, and they couldn't. He was so drunk they couldn't rouse him. They couldn't wake him up, and they thought he was dead. Um, and all, then also somebody in the bus farted. No one know how to take well, a pulse? I, but people, everybody's drunk. Okay. They're showing porn on the bus, and you're thinking, oh, my God, are people Sounds seeing horrible. that from the window? It's it's funny on the bus. Mm. But it was um, – but we thought – and then somebody must have farted. And I'm like – I turned to Todd and grabbed his uh. room, like, Oh, my God. 
that guy shit his pants because he's dead. <laughs> he's dead and he shit his pants. That's what we're smelling. And then he um, he would like Bleh! like sprung to life. Oh my eighty year old guy. But just for the whole thing, I mean, the whole Gross. experience is just it's hilarious. From so now, me. are we all wearing underwear right now? I am I'm oh, wearing yeah. underwear. Yeah. I don't really leave the house without wearing underwear. I you know no. what? I usually don't. Um, no. No. What about sleeping? It's dirty. Do you ever sleep in the raw? Always. Yeah. Never. I, I never wear anything. To what bed. do you wear? Underwear? Why? Just underwear at least. I have a no. few friends that do that. I always thought it's yeah. so weird. It's gross. No, let your boys Mike free. And they need to be free and they need to breathe. Like we'll start out the night without a t we'll start out the night like naked or, or whatever, and then like as the night goes on, he'll put on like a t shirt and underwear because he gets cold during oh. the night. I don't really sleep in a t shirt because it's not comfortable, but underwear no. always. Don't you no. you probably because you guys are probably those like tuck blanket in people. Like all your blankets, like your bed's made and all your sheets are tucked oh, in. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of, it's like sleeping in an envelope. It's oh, great. I hate that. It. <laughs> that is it's the, security. That is the grossest worst I need to have feeling. my feet out. Every, the, time. the first thing I my do when God. I go to a hotel is I rip all the blankets out from underneath. It's and then that way, when I'm sleeping, I can fold them underneath my feet because it's, comf- so it's comfortable. So that's one tuck that and one no tuck. And then, and then <laughs> when you're sleeping, if you get warm, you just stick a foot out. You yes. Well, I do that. I, I do stick one leg. I, can, I do stick one leg out if I get hot. Oh, I hate tucked in sheets. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I like being in a big comfy pile Ugh. with no clothes on. No and if someone's I always when people if people stay with me, I'm always like, this is a no clothes zone. You can't wear you can't wear underwear I, in my bed. It was funny too because <laughs> someone I was dating. That's a good um, I don't want to say who. Um, used to you know we started the night sort of, sort of snuggling and then as we got into the night he would set up this bunker of pillows down the middle of the bed yeah. so he had this sort of bunker of pillows around him and I'm on the outside of the bunker like we're not in this foxhole together <laughs> and I'm like well what the fuck is the scent in this I might as well just go home because between him and his pillows and then I'm like I'm on the edge of the bed and I'm like you know what we're done messing around I can just go home and sleep happily but that makes kind of sense like if one of you is like a furnace you know one run, if you run really hot then I, I don't want to be cuddled on you anyway, because then we're just going to be stuck together by our own sweat. Well, this is his own comfort thing, and he's used to sleeping alone. Yeah. He's a single guy, single now even. Um, and he's used to sleeping alone, and he makes this little pillow bunker. And cool. so even with me there, he couldn't sleep without making this pillow bunker at some point during mm-hmm. the night. And I do, I give off a lot of heat. My ex used to call me the yeah. furnace at night. And, and Mike <laughs> I, appreciates him, because he's always cold at night. <laughs> but uh, some people don't. Some people definitely don't. Well, no, I, I have a uh, queen-size bed, but it's not really a bed. It's a futon, and it's really not that comfortable. And, um, but it's really nice for snuggling bed, because you're it's you're a, close together and you can snuggle. Tent, just kidding, just it's a cot. Just kidding, it's a mat. Just kidding, it's a yoga mat. Just but kidding. when we no, were just kidding. when we were at Disney for the anniversary weekend, mm-hmm. they gave us a ginormous king size bed, mm-hmm. Eastern King. So it's it's even wider. Mm-hmm. It's not as long, but it's oh, wider. I'm standing here beside myself. <laughs> not that kind of Eastern. Not that kind of Eastern. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really nice because then you've got all this room to roll around on and stuff, and it's great. But then you wake up in the morning, and you're like, you have to actually crawl halfway across Cleveland to get to somebody to do you, snuggle with them. It was just. Do you watch uh, GCB? Either one of you? No. Uh, one of the characters on there, he's gay, and they're ma- it's a marriage of convenience, Ew, and she gay. and she knows it. So they show them they're in bed together. And he rolls over and says, you know, good night, kisses her good night, and then he just rolls, 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 and it's like a double width king size bed, <laughs> and it's just hilarious. He just like rolls like across the room and like snuggles <laughs> in on his side. Like, yeah, I always start in the cuddle, but then mm-hmm. once we're really gonna get to sleeping, oh, yeah. then you roll. No, you need off. your space because yeah. normally one of sleep. one of the two of us is gonna be is gonna be pretty warm, yeah. and I always need a pillow lover too. Like I have to, I have a, I, I sleep. Do you have a body pillow? I, have a, I don't have a body pillow, but I have a pillow. I call it my pillow lover because I have to have my arms around it. I can't. 
I like sleeping on my side, but I can't sleep on my side unless I have my arms around a pillow. I, mm-hmm. I, I on my left side, yeah. I can't do it. On my right yeah. side, I can. On my left side, I need to have a pillow. Like when right. I travel, I actually bring a pillow, even though I know my friends have pillows. Because mm-hmm. every once in a while, you go to a person's house and they only have one pillow available mm-hmm. to you. And if that happens, I'm fucked. Like, like, what I kind can't, of ghetto bullshit? Is I this? can't sleep. I have to <laughs> have. Out of here. I'm going I've to the fucking Ramada. Five pillows on my bed, and at any yeah. given time, four of them are in use. Sometimes yeah, five. Mm-hmm. You and Mikey, he's got a ton on his bed too. Yeah. I need new pillows. Dirty pillows. Dirty pillows. Yeah. I, know. I used to have a body pillow, and that was nice, too. No. You get comfortable I, I had a body that. pillow, and it, for some reason, it just never worked. I named it Luke after this hot yeah. cop that I knew. I thought well. of a business idea where you um, put hot guys on pillowcases so that your pillow lover can have a cute face. Yeah. They have those. <laughs> put dogs on chair covers they so that the dogs are No, I mean actual hot guys, not like the fucking new kids on the block. I mean, like an actual <laughs> hot guy. Gotcha. Like a bear. A bear pillow lover. Like, have to be like a Nick Frost pillow, pillow cover. That oh. would be yeah. There you well, go. That's what I'm talking right. about. Jeez. All right, let's leave. All right, we're done. Peace out. Word. No. Word. Um, I have lots of tugs, so I'll go first. Uh, I'm going to tug uh, David and Stephen for being such wonderful hosts and friends in New York. To Andy for being a super wonderful host because that's who I stayed with all weekend, and it was very nice of him to let me do that. To Matt and Mike who joined me on my adventure. I got to hang out with the bar Jew Jonathan, which was actually a lot of fun. He's a pretty cool cat. Um, oh yeah, I get to meet him while I was there too. It was funny. To uh, to Blake, uh, to Kyle from Maryland, who's a listener of ours, who had to make it clear to me that he was not interested in me sexually. He just wanted to know me because he listens to the podcast. <laughs> what? Thank, thank so, you for letting me know. Are there any of us interested in sexually? <laughs> yeah. No, it was just funny. It was cute because he's like he's kind of a like a athletic you know sort of sporty build like a flame I'll take hot, it. flame I hot, know. hey you know i mean well, that's and, true. and <laughs> he says hello to me and, and we're talking and he's like he's like i'm not interested in you sexually but i just and i was like wow well was he a friend of a friend or did he recognize you he recognized because he listens to the, to the podcast oh yeah so he's a random guy in a bar no random guy um on growler oh okay yeah. okay but nice guy. We had, we had, it was I, we had a nice little chat, and I've since friended him on on the Facebook. Oh, funny! But I just thought it was funny that he like <laughs> just in case. Okay, I'm like, let well, me thanks for letting me know because I was jerking Disclaimer. off the whole time we were talking. <laughs> Disclaimer. Because <laughs> if you were listening to the podcast, I mean, you probably well, wouldn't have had to tell me that to begin with because okay. I made it fairly clear where okay. where my ducks line up. Anyway. Um, to uh, <laughs> a duck with a D. <laughs> to uh, Dwayne and uh, Scott, who are um, also uh, listeners. Um, to and I think it was Dwayne that came up to me at the um, at Rock Bar and said hi, which was cool. Thank you. Um, to my new friends Doug and Rob, and lastly to Brian, Matt, Kyle, and Daryl. Those are all people who I am tugging this week. Cool. Yay. I just have my standards, Ed, as I always tug Ed, Mike, Ed. and um, and Donovan. I hope you're feeling better finally. He's very, very sick for very quite Can a I while. Can I see him next week? Oh, that's sick. right. He said, "Don't come to San Francisco that weekend because I won't be there." You better pull it together. And I said, "Well, I'm not he was sick. Yeah. Get it out of the way." Yeah, well, he's sick for a while. I think he's finally <laughs> over it now. So, my first tugs go to uh, biker bears, Mark and John, who have asked me to say that. There are a lot of tech jobs in San Diego, and they need programmers, Java especially, and .NET. So if you are thinking about moving to San Diego or somebody you know is thinking about moving to San Diego and – um, they can do other those. That needs to happen. We were, I was just talking to Jeff about this today that we need 
like a new influx of people to San Diego because pe- people we just We've heard about because we're tired of all these old whores that are here. Well, <laughs> one more person has to leave, and we have another person. Leave. Actually, two people I know just found out yesterday that two people who um, live here are leaving. Anybody we know? Uh, yes. Yes. Um, well, somebody you know, and then somebody you don't know. But you don't want to say who? Um, no. no, not right now. Okay. Um, but what sucks is that people are leaving and no one's coming to take their place. Right. So. Mm. If you're Wiffy, please come. Well, wait. Or if, we really, have, if we have a really good personality. I've had a couple of people I know have been visiting and looking for places that I've met. Well, I mean, like like Richard just moved here from Long Beach, which is nice. He's a good guy. I know. Do you not but, know right. him? Yeah. And, huh? I do not know him, but okay. Um, you might no, know you if don't. he's, yeah. But, anyway, but, so he's new in town. And he's cool. cute and nice. nice guy. Welcome and, to um, nice meet that. We, we need more of that. There's, that's not enough. I agree. Circle gets a square. Yeah. Okay. I think the the very last of the um, of the people that came in on on, on the Connecticut swell, you know, finally stopped <laughs> oh. the East Coast swell. <laughs> Ian, Rob, and Nick. Yada, uh, Kevin, Nick, and Rob. Oh yeah, well yeah, he's Boston technically, right? Um, okay, so more. Main, yeah. Um, talks to Mike D, of course. <laughs> Who's there? His birthday. <laughs> what? Mike okay. apostrophe okay. small D. Mike apostrophe small D. Oh, no, D, D apostrophe. Mike Denard. Small D apostrophe. Mike yeah. Denard. That's what everybody calls it. I, I finally started calling it saying about his last name right. <laughs> um, I want to tug everybody who has commented on iTunes. Um, thank you so much. Yeah, and there were the some old comments. Did you see that one old comment that was really nasty? The tired old queen. Yeah, I've never seen that. It was like 2010. Yeah, I was that like, that's hilarious. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> that was cracking up. That's the only one that's not five stars that if, I, if I look at yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So, that's good. So. It keeps so. us humble. Yeah. So um, anyway, I would like to say we may not always get a chance to respond, but thank you all for the kind words. We're not old. We're not always tired. We're not always. No, no. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, uh, special tug to Larry, who said I had a very sexy voice. He <laughs> actually said it was incredibly sexy. So, <laughs> hey, Larry, thank you. Does he have like one of those colloquial yeah. ear implants? Oh, it, no. Colloquial? Colloquial? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Cochlear? Clearly, it's on, the, it's on the fritz. Whatever. Cox. It's not colloquially. Get your filter cleaned up. Oh, is this Larry that has I'm having problems pronouncing words. Larry that has Mr. Peanut as his thing? I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, I'll have to go take a look. Friend of us all. Maybe. Okay. Finally, Ian at uh, bearunderground.net for hooking me up some awesome web Penis. dev resources. Um, Thank you very much, Ian. And also, guys, go check out bearunderground.net. And if you're in San Diego <laughs> and you're hiring, <laughs> JP is currently I, looking for a job. I am, like, I, I am just finishing up a website for a couple guys in LA. It is an adult chub for chub website. Woof. I'll let you all know when it's done. Woofger. Um, but other than that, yeah, I, <laughs> hire me, please. Oh, and I have one more tug. There was a guy um, who came up and said hello uh, to me when I was at the Rock Bar who listens to the show. I'm sorry I can't remember your name off the top of my head. Um, but you said you were hesitant to comment because you're on all the old episodes and you don't want to comment about old episodes. And I said, fuck that shit. <laughs> Wait, what? Who's on old episodes? He's, he's listening, listening to. to old episodes oh. and he doesn't want to comment because he, he, he's afraid it's too late. You know, oh. And I told him, I said, no. And I go, and you know, Dave will get angry if you don't comment. So. I know. Well, it, do you, do you I, see how that yeah. works? How our you know, Facebook page blossomed <laughs> after that? It, it, yeah, it, yeah, was discussed, it, it was discussed in New York. And I said, I called him out. Go, you know, even if it's old, Still, you can still comment on old episodes because that'll give us something like we can revisit a topic or you know mm-hmm. see it from a fresh and different way or what have you. So can you by imagine all means, listening keep, back to some of, the, some of the things we've said and talked oh. about that you, we just you don't even remember? I mean, yeah. I don't. I have a terrible yeah. memory. I have somebody who I like a lot who just told me they started listening to it, and I said, "Do you really have to do that? Is that really important?" 
Really? Yeah, I don't uh, like that. My boss listened to a couple of episodes. I don't think he's listening anymore. Yeah. So, which is fine. I don't say anything I would want him to hear. Usually, the thing I hate uh, to hear is, "Oh yeah, I found your podcast. I started. I started with 100." Somebody posted on Facebook the other day. Oh, I just listened to 100, and it was like, "Oh, and Dave and the thing." I'm like, "Oh yeah. God, we all just need to let that." Thing I want an no, animated. That's I want awesome. an animated file of, of him uh, appearing and disappearing in the same <laughs> 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 That noise he put in was hilarious. But I'm like, please, that was months Reed, ago. Reed, if you're listening, can you please make no. an animated GIF file of Dave appearing and disappearing? Going, I created poof, poof, poof. Because I do all the sound stuff. I created the sound for that. No, noise. Reed will not do that. All right. Okay, I guess we're all done. <laughs> um, okay. Alrighty then. Well, that was episode 106. 106. Oh my um, God. And you are? Dave. Goodbye, Dave. Dave. And you I'm are? I'm JP. Goodbye, Bye, JP. And I'm Brian. Goodbye, Brian. That's it. It's 106. In uh, two to three or four weeks. A month. Three. Well, it depends. We're not, not doing two weeks. Oh. Yeah, we may. Well, I can't do it in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to work it out. Are you going to have time?